Hi, I'm Christine. I'm Sue. And I'm Liz. Let's get shifty. Liz, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to actually have you here in person as our first guest on the podcast. I feel honored, honestly, that you guys were like, you know what? I want you on the Shifting Podcast. So here we are. Here we are, and we are so happy to have you. So we're finally at a point where we are not filming two episodes in a night, which means we can finally take our question of the week from episode three and show some of our favorite answers from you guys. So in episode three, we asked you guys what you hoped to gain from shifting and we got so many amazing answers and these are some of our favorites. This comes from Spotify. So if you aren't listening to us on Spotify, listen to us there as well. Thank you. This is from Addison. They say simply just to experience it and being able to see these characters that I've imagined seeing and interacting with for so long. And I think that is a sentiment that most of us can agree with. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Definitely. When I first found out about shifting, the thought of being able to like live amongst the people that I grew up watching and felt like they grew up with me, that's amazing. It's too good to be true. Sounds almost too good to be true. So when you can do it, it's like insane. The next answer comes from Naima. I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, but you said that what you hoped to gain from shifting would be to heal childhood traumas and be able to be more confident and that you grow up using your imagination and creating stories to deal with your problems. So you'd love to now be able to live within those stories. And you said you love us, we love you too. And yeah, I think again that's a sentiment we can all agree with. We all grew up with Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, Marvel, whatever it is you're shifting to, and to actually be able to live in those worlds, like... There isn't even a word to describe how insane that is. So yeah, good luck. I hope you shift soon. We know you will. Very healing. And I think it's an important point to bring up that shifting is more than just meeting your comfort characters, but it is healing trauma, childhood trauma, um, allowing your inner child to be free, um, finding safety safety and security. Um, yeah, it's all of those things. So shifting is a lot more than just, you know, getting railed. <laughs> And being pushed down the stairs by Draco Malfoy. Correct. Facts. That Facts. Was, that was a time, dude. That was... I'd rather be pushed down the stairs by him than railed by him at this point, to be completely honest. I don't think Liz agrees. Oh, hey, hey. Eh. Imagine he like, just shoves me over. Just don't push me. Throws me over the stairs. Uh, over the grand staircase. Over the grand... Quite a plummet. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Ella, saying, I hope to gain the chance to live other lives outside of this one and gain new experiences. Which I completely agree with. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to shift to Hogwarts, live another. Because I mean, I mean, like the friendships, the aspects of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's how I see. But it. also magic. Magic, yeah. There's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, right. It's a loaded. It's a loaded thing. Oh yeah. There's so many experiences you can have there that you'll just never be able to have here. And like being able to have both, like this reality and that reality, is a chef's kiss. This next one comes from Gina, who said that they hope that shifting and confirming for yourself how many lives you can live will help you stress less in your CR because you're so anxious about every mistake you make and worried that you're missing out on life. So hopefully it'll be less forced to have it all here if you know that you can have it somewhere else. And that's an amazing answer. I think C and I have both spoken about the fact that we have gained so much more confidence here for the confidence we have in our DRs. As we've said too, having a safe place to explore more of yourself um, live life and that whole not feeling like you're not missing out on life because it's very easy to feel like you're missing out on things here because everything's moving so quickly everyone's mm -hmm. like 
instant gratification there's so much going on so it can feel like you're missing out on things especially with the way that the media glorifies everything i never even look at it how that person looked at it like shifting wise like the stress in your cr like taking stress off from yourself and your cr and going to do that like i never thought about it like that yeah right Hmm. like yeah it can be a really healing thing oh yeah for sure I always love when we can look at shifting as something more broad than how people on TikTok or even like as you see on mainstream YouTube see it as just going to fictional worlds or like you can have, there's plenty of adults who use this for therapy methods like, you know, healing their childhood trauma by having parents like shifting to a reality where they have proper parents who treat them well and love them and so they can heal that trauma. Um, so shifting is more than just fictional worlds. Fully agree. I've had that experience. I'm going to read one more from uh, Spotify, and this one comes from Jasmine, who said they want to get to know themselves better, which we all thought was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I love that one so much. The Because I feel like when you have more time, you have so many more opportunities to learn things about yourself, and you meet such a different variety of people in your DR. And the more people you meet, the more experiences you have, and the more experiences you have, the more you grow as a person. And yeah, as I said just before, we've both gained so much more confidence from shifting, and it's awesome. So thank you all for your wonderful answers to our questions of the week. We love reading them. And so this week's question of the week is actually asked by a listener of the podcast on Spotify named Sage, who said, I really want to see you guys talk about realities you want to go to. And we want to know what realities you want to go to. So go ahead, drop us a comment on YouTube, answer the question on Spotify. We want to know everywhere that you want to shift to. And where do you want to shift to? Where all do you want to shift to? Besides Hogwarts, Yeah, obviously. obviously Hogwarts is like the main one. Um, the next one after Hogwarts, I really want to do The Walking Dead. A lot of people might be like, that is weird. But I really want to do The Walking Dead. Um, I've thought about a Marvel DR. Um... I thought about an it dr, but that seems a bit psychotic. Like the clown. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. Like the clown? Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth. Yeah, like the clown. I have a tattoo for I don't know. It's a really, it's a. <laughs> yeah, I like the saw movies. I'm not gonna shift there. <laughs> Are you okay? Your face, no one sees. I just like don't really see it. Just look at me like. Like, just absolutely shocked. I've thought about it. It's not a for sure. I'm just saying. Oh, Supernatural. I want to do Supernatural. Valid. Why do you want to see Pennywise? Do I want to what? It? I don't know. I think it's just the friendships I want. Validation. I don't know. I... With who? The characters in that movie are like 12, bitch. <laughs> I, I, obviously, I, <laughs> all the stranger things. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Okay, maybe it's not the friendships well when i did see the movie i was younger i was young but i don't know i think just the whole idea of the clown is really interesting to me it's shape-shifting uh-huh clown bitch thing (laughs) i don't know it's not a for sure but that's like that's a dr of thought not even kind of making okay next you go, see, or Christine, where you go. <laughs> Christine, are there any places other than Hogwarts you want to shift to? <laughs> see, I get I get very hyperfixated on things, and I've been in like this Hogwarts hyperfixation for such a long time, and I think within Hogwarts there are so many different 
realities that I could shift to. Like I've obviously had a Golden Trio DR, now I shift to a Marauder's DR. I could have a modern Marauder's DR in the future, or like a different Golden Trio era DR, or like a Grindelwald DR, where I save him. Um, and I could have like a fantastic- <laughs> Not the saving him. We're bringing back episode one. Anyways, uh, what I'm saying is that there's so many things in Hogwarts that I could shift to. I don't know. Also like Andrew Garfield, so amazing Spider-Man. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. absolutely valid. He could he could do anything to anyways. Um, see. All right, get it, Christine. Uh, which realities would you like to shift to? You've been to a lot of places. Yeah, I've been to a lot of places like already. I would say I've been to a few different like Harry Potter related DRs. I have my Hogwarts Uni DR. I have my CR DR, which have Hogwarts people here in a reality just like mine. Um, but that also includes Marvel and Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, I went to a DR where I was a curse breaker with Bill Weasley, which was a time. <laughs> uh, How's which, that DR going, see? Uh, ab abandoned. Properly abandoned. Why? Yeah, why have you abandoned the DR, see? Once your best friend walks in <laughs> when you're with his brother, that's uh, it. That's it. <laughs> I completely understand. That's it. The, there's no coming back. I will simply never recover. No. So, um, uh, it's gone. Dead and gone. Dead and gone. Anyways, um... <laughs> the hell? Do you not know that song? No. <laughs> I do not. Anyways, um, also, I want to do, uh, Legend of Korra DR. Uh, Food Wars DR, where it's a Totski University, simply because I want to cook great food. Um, it's an anime. And there's, uh, I, I want to do a Spider-Man, like, No Way Home slash Into the Spider-Verse DR. Um, I don't normally script, but I'm actually scripting for that one because it's, it's complicated and intricate and, uh, yeah, so that will be, uh, determined later on, but I will let you guys know about it. So for today's question of the week, somebody asked me on my Snapchat, home to Hogwarts, which everyone should follow. Anyways, somebody asked on my Snapchat what the difference between a mini shift and a full shift is, because we hear a lot of people saying, I mini shifted, but I feel like a lot of baby shifters potentially don't know what that means, so what's a mini shift? Yeah, mini shift typically refer, uh, typically refers to a, um, a short shift where someone spends anywhere from a few seconds to only a few minutes. Some people even classify only a 20 minute shift, uh, as a, as a mini shift. It's just one in which was cut short typically by someone being overexcited or other forces that they weren't fully grounded in their DR and they came back for whatever reason. Or a lot of people will say they could hear stuff in their DR, but they didn't open their eyes. And like, that's considered a mini shift as well. Oh. Yeah, but shifting is still shifting. So if you want to use the term mini shift, if that makes you like, if that helps you make sense of the experience you had, then that's great. But shifting is shifting. And if you mini shifted, you shifted. And that's amazing. Yes. And you should definitely rejoice in the achievement that you shifted and don't try to invalidate your experience and say, oh, it was only a mini shift. Like that's amazing. And that is, that is something that you should be proud of. A mini shift is still a shift. Yeah, so that's our follower question of the week where we answer your questions week to week and the things that you want to know about shifting. So feel free to send us questions on any of our social medias. And if you didn't know, if you click the link on our YouTube or our Spotify, it'll take you to this link tree, which has all of our links to everything. So today we are very happy to have a special guest, our friend Liz from TikTok. Do you want to introduce yourself, Liz? Tell us your account. Tell us your story. Hi, guys. I'm Liz. 
some of you might know me, some of you might not. Um, I'm Liz Malfoy on TikTok. Um, I mean, I don't know how, so I got into shifting maybe if, about a year and four months ago. I haven't shifted yet successfully. I haven't. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a great journey though. It's like, I'm really glad that I ended up creating my account because I've met some incredible people. Hello. Um, but yeah, no, I'm seriously like, <laughs> whose house are you sitting in right now? I, no, seriously, like I flew down here. Like it's, it's been a great time. It's no, but yeah. All because of shifting. Like here we are. Follow us. Crazy. Literally. It's amazing. Can you tell me what was the thing that got you into shifting? Like, Draco I know, talk. Okay. Yes. I knew you were going to say Draco talk. What I mean, what I mean is like. For me, it was, like, I saw the whole, like, Draco pushes people down the stairs, and that was what I was, like, that's the first video I interacted with that put me on Shift Talk. Maybe that. it's It had to have been something. It was really early Shift Talk, and this is also when a lot of the, like, misinformation was given out, like, gotta drink, like, 30 gallons of water, you're not gonna shift. Tell can't your move. <laughs> Yeah, you can't move, gotta clean your room, do all your homework, all that stuff. And I think, I don't know what, I think it definitely had to do with, something with Draco, like a relationship with Draco, and I was like, hello. Like, I was, it's like, what do you mean a relationship with Draco? But no, yeah, at some time, I, I, I wish I could remember, like, what video got me into shifting, but I sadly do not remember. It was my hatred for Draco that got me into it. <laughs> I wish I could say the same. Wish I could say the same. Moving swiftly on, um... <laughs> Did you shift for Draco? I don't want to talk about it. Have you? Oh my god, you didn't know that? I don't want to talk about I it. I did not know that. After this, after this, we're going to look up her account and I'm going to show you one of the like most popular ones. It's a story about her and Draco. Christine! And, no. And she looks like Draco. I don't want to like talk Draco about it. it. I don't want to talk she about it. blonde hair like Draco. No, I don't want to talk about you it. You had blonde hair? Yep. Okay, moving on. We can talk about that later. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. Hello? I never like- I'm gonna gaslight you. I'm gonna gaslight you until the day I die. I never liked Draco. Until you delete the video proof on your account. Gaslighting doesn't work on me either. I bet. I'll delete it. I'll delete it! I'm sure you will. I'll delete it. I never liked Draco. Uh-huh, sure. I never liked Draco. I'm gonna mm -hmm. hold on to that for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyway, what, what's it like being a shifting creator that, you know, hasn't shifted, but people are like, Liz is canceled because they're lying about shifting. Oh my god, <laughs> It's been a journey, I can tell you that much. Yeah, what's it like not having shifted? Oh my, okay, I, I do, the reason why I haven't <laughs> Sorry. Okay, alright, I was... <laughs> I love you, Liz. I'm sorry. Okay, it hurts. You don't gotta tell me it. I like I know it's it's sitting in my bio. Like I know. It says Ayo, I haven't shifted. It's fine, you'll meet Pennywise soon. POV, you have a shifting tattoo and you haven't even shifted. Yeah, you wanna show it, show? Oh yeah, if you guys don't Yeah, show it. I don't know if you can see that, but you like can. you yeah. can? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That is real. I want to go get it done. So cool. Haven't shifted yet though. <laughs> Funny. Anyways. Um You will though. Yes, of course I, you yeah, will. Yeah, I will. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna happen tonight. 
Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Well, not with that mindset. Never mind. It is literally like ten in the morning right now. Just kidding. It's like three a.m. Yeah, it's it's probably three in the morning. Yeah. Anyways, as I was saying, I do okay. As sad as I am about like having not shifted, there's a lot of people that have told me that like it's really nice to see a creator in the same boat as the rest of us. Like a lot of people that haven't shifted. I'm like. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get there. Like, I just, like, they're like, I'm really glad that you haven't shifted. As in, like, they're not trying to be mean. Like, I get where they're coming from because, like, a lot of the creators on Shift Talk have shifted. And they're just like, I'm glad that you haven't. Like, not in a mean way. You get what I mean, but yeah. yeah. I think it can be really relatable and motivating to people to see someone who's been, you know, trying for like a year and who hasn't given up. Because I think a lot of people get to that point and they want to give up. And I think it's really motivating and so cool to see someone who's like, I'm not going to fucking give up. I'm going to keep trying until I get there. And I think that's a really cool thing. And I love your account. Yeah, that's what I've been, that's what I've been told that it's really like motivating that like I have like not given up yet. Because like, why would you want to give that up? Yeah, people can get unmotivated. I get it. Trust me. I get unmotivated. But to know about shifting, I don't think I would ever want to give that up in my life. I know about it now. It's going to be with me for the rest of my life, so. It's literally on your body. It's literally on my body. It, like, <laughs> Yeah, I, we've said this multiple times, but when you find out about shifting and the infinite possibilities with it, like, how can you ever stop trying? I just don't think I would ever, like, even if I hadn't have, even if I hadn't shifted when I did, I don't think I would have been able to stop trying. Like, in my mind, would ever let go that this is a possibility. It mm -hmm. would always be in the back of my mind. It would always be something when I lay down to sleep I would think of. Same. Because, I mean, you wake up in your current reality anyway, so you may as well try and shift. So if you wake up here, it's nothing different. But if you keep trying, then you'll shift eventually. So why not just keep trying? So true. Literally so true. Yeah. If you give up, I'm disowning you. That's been the, like, vocab word of the entire trip here has been disownment. Like, I've heard the word disownment so many times out of Liz's mouth. What? It's... Too soon. Trigger warning. Oh, bestie, I'm sorry. R.I.P. Sirius. Rest in peace, baby cakes. He's not dead for anyone who's wondering. Just disowned. Just... He's dead to me. Alright! Alright! As you should. As you should. I am uncomfortable. You know how I feel. I mean, that's a lie. We're all forgiving him, but it's fine. But not me. I am steadfast and strong. You had that exact same face in my DR. Remus was like, I'm not forgiving him. And you were like, good. And then he was like, but. And you were like, oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it goes again. Yep. Yep. Here's the but. Mm -hmm. Typical Mooney behavior. Anything for our Mooney. You know the audio? Yes. Mo moody. Okay. Moody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just, I, do you have any idea how today I'm just to shove you? <sighs> Every time that Liz and I laugh excessively, we get in a shoving match, but yeah. right now we're sitting on stools, and if Liz shoves me, I will go flying. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that would actually be the funniest thing. Anyways, okay. Continue! We're getting sidetracked. We always get sidetracked, it's fine. <laughs> the okay, sidetracks are, are the best parts okay. of the show, honestly. Like, that's where, that's where Daddy Grip Hook came from. So. Oh yeah, Daddy Grip Hook! Daddy Grip Hook! <laughs> You're gonna set me off again? <laughs> it's fine. I cannot imagine Grip Hook doing anything with anyone.
I'm picturing it now, but I wish I wasn't. A troll penis. He's a goblin. Not the same. That is the same thing in my eyes. A troll goblin, same thing. Oh, that is actually. Wait, a troll. That's trolls extremely... in the dungeon. Wait, that thing is huge compared to. That's yeah, exactly. Species is. Yeah, I was just gonna say. It's not, it's not the same size. Yeah, extremely speciesist. You're not gonna be Griphook's side bitch if you act like that. He's gonna hate you. Then why would I want to? <laughs> I mean, you want to shift to Pennywise, babe. I don't know what the fuck's going on in your head at this point, to be honest. Okay, not... Mm, I don't want that Pennywise... Never mind. I, I'm not gonna switch that sentence. Liz. Where was this going? I was gonna say, I don't want that Pennywise dick, but that's fine. Okay, good. Good. Thank God. I Thank knew that's where it was going. Why would I want that? That thing... Okay, continue. We don't we don't kink shame. Anyways, um, <laughs> that is not a kink. That is a no. That is if you're a monster fucker, it's fine. <laughs> Every time someone says monster fucker, fucker, I think of Remus. <laughs> Anything for our Mooney. <laughs> Anything for our Mooney. Our Mooney, including monster fucking. Anything for our Mooney. <laughs> I don't know how to feel right now. Jesus. So, since we have three Shift Talk creators here, let's talk a little bit about Shift Talk. Should we all have some feelings about it? <coughs> Loving it, I hate it. It's a love-hate relationship. It really is. Especially, like, if you've been a creator for a while. You've seen some stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, community's been through a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's giving 2014 Stan Twitter. Oh my god, yes. It, it's brutal. It's brutal out there, sometimes. Some people are a little bit feral. Some of the comments you get. <laughs> some of the shit that you go through online. Yeah, yeah, that's an understatement. That's an understatement, honestly. Okay, without without getting too shady and too like specific, what has been one of like the worst or most chaotic or like insane shift talk moments that you guys have been through? The shifting bunch. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. Who Actually, that is. yeah, I, I have no idea who that is. I just heard really bad things about them. They sound problematic. Yeah, sounds like they should be canceled immediately. Honestly, and dragged for what the rest of eternity. <laughs> I've never heard that name before in my life. Never. How about you, Christine? I have genuinely never had a proper cancellation. Oh, I have. I've never had someone really going in on me. Oh, I have. <laughs> you both have. <laughs> I haven't. I feel like I'm the only one. By myself, this is when my account was really small. But like, I've... We're not going to revisit that because that was scary. And being cancelled is scary. People don't even... People weren't even coming for like what I like had said. It was just saying you're ugly and you're weird. And I was like, oh, ouch. Hello? I just was attacking like, me for what it looks like. Was like oh, oh my god, what? It hurt. I was like, I know I'm ugly, but you don't gotta tell me. You're not ugly. Bitch, you are not ugly. You're beautiful. Okay, well, thanks, but I feel like you guys are just saying that, but thank you. I wouldn't just say that. See, might, but I wouldn't. I genuinely think you are very pretty. Excuse me, bitch? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're nice. You're nice and I'm not, is what I'm saying. What did she say? <laughs> You're nicer than I am. I'm insecure. Yeah, and you're fucking beautiful and we're telling you that. I'll listen to it. I think one of the things that's like such a hate about Shift Talk is it's made me feel old. <laughs> so, 
It made me feel so old. <laughs> Same. Made me feel so old in the sense Same. of in the sense of for once, like the people I hate most in the political realm in my country always are like, can't the woke mob cancel culture is coming to ruin our country? Like it's like that shit, and I'm like, literally, fuck you, idiots. Uh, and I, then I get on shift talk, and people get canceled for breathing in the wrong direction, and I'm Facts. like, bro, now. Literally now, like you're literally proving the old conservative white racist men fucking right when you do this shit. Because if you actually, if these keyboard warriors actually focus their energy on people who deserve to be canceled instead of trying to tear people down for every little thing, like tearing people down for every little thing isn't canceling. That's bullying. Yes, it is so stupid. And half the time when these people get canceled. It's for, it's literally for things that are not even almost true. It's like one random comment, one random word they said, and they're just like, oh yeah, we're going to run with this, turn it into something that it's not, and bring this social media mob onto someone who doesn't deserve it at all. When there's still people like fucking, I don't know, I can't think of any names off the top of my head, but there's terrible people online who still have platforms and just no one cares because they'd rather cancel a 16-year-old for saying the wrong thing on TikTok. Like, get a grip. Also, like, the, the issue I see a lot, too, in this... I mean, I see it a lot in this generation and the one below it because there are some, like, Gen Alpha people who... Like, if you... Some people classify Gen Alpha as 12 and 13-year-olds, so some of them are technically on TikTok. But the thing is, is so many of them jump and Gen Zers jump straight from I don't like that you did this thing to an extreme accusation like you're a pedophile you're a transphobe you're a racist you're homophobic it escalates so quickly just in the sheer essence of trying to cancel someone and the when we throw these words around that are so they have magnitude to them they have weight these are big things to accuse someone of being when you say these things over and over and you just accuse anyone who disagrees with you or says something you don't like and you just say these things, it makes it so they have less meaning so that over time the weight of these words don't actually hold the weight that they're supposed to. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Some of these huge words are definitely losing their meanings at this point because people just throw them around. So then when you see an actual, you know, an actual act of somethingism, it's not acknowledged because we throw those words around so readily that like when it actually happens, it's just kind of swept under the radar sometimes. Or like how invalidating and disgusting it is for people to say that adult shifters are pedophiles if mm. they age up characters in their DRs. If they, it, sit right with me. Yeah, like it's so disgusting that you think something in reality shifting when you're shifting to if you believe in the multiverse and you have to believe that infinite realities exist and therefore every possibility is covered and those comfort characters do exist at those ages so technically under a multiverse theory you should have no issue if you're under a consciousness theory and this all exists inside our own minds then you should also have no issue so overall there's no issue with this but for you to throw around that word a disgusting accusation to throw onto a reality shifter who is simply going to live their dreams in their dream reality whatever that is just because you're upset that they're shifting for probably one of your favorite comfort characters jealousy jealousy drama 
It's just gross, and, and it's just so gross to actual victims of grooming and pedophilia. And anyone who's actually been through it will tell you that, and will tell you how annoying it is for people to throw this around all the time. And it is so constant on Shift Talk. It cycles through every few months. Like, recently, it just came back around. It did? Yeah. Was that present? Where was I? I don't know. You've been kind of MIA recently. That is true. But like, there's also great things about Shift Talk, like the way, like the way that we all met and became friends. Like that's an amazing thing. Best about friends. Shift Talk. And like, I see so many people make friends through Shift Talk, which is great. And to have friends who shift, it, I feel is game changing because when oh, you're yeah. so isolated in your personal life with no one to talk to about it. I actually see that comment so much being like, I have no, like, I have nobody that like knows about shifting i don't have anybody to talk to about shifting so like but i get that's what a lot of the time why i do google meet so people can find each other I mean, a lot of people have um like found each other and be like like thank you so much like without you i would not have found like my best friends and i'm like oh guys i'm so happy for you but yeah that's so amazing honestly I, I genuinely think even if i'd never shifted it would still all be completely worth it because i've met some of my best friends through this oh my gosh yes and that's like it's so amazing. But also the fact that I have shifted and that I'm able to talk to, you know, other people who have shifted, like C and other people. <laughs> it's, I'm losing my train of thought again. Shout out our friend Kat, who has also shifted and we love talking about our DRs with. Shout out Kat, we love you. Yes. The way that I can talk to other people who have shifted is amazing because I, it's not like I can go to my mom here and be like, Regulus and I just broke up. She'll be like, Grip, grippy sock vacation <laughs> right now booked um so it's 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 just amazing to have people that i can talk to about it because well because things that happen in your dr hurt like it, it, it you feel them like you feel things here and to have no one to talk to about that shit can be really isolating so it's it's such a great thing to have friends who i can like be open with about that stuff yeah, but the grippy sock vacation. I don't hear that often, but when I do, that is the funniest thing. Yeah, ever. right. <laughs> I feel like sh finding your information about shifting from any social media source, you always have to take it with a grain of salt because there's a lot of misinformation on every platform. But overall, I feel like Shift Talk's gotten to a much better place oh, with yeah. the information. And, if, and from what I've seen, especially on like, shifting instagram which has a lot of misinformation and shifting youtube which has a lot of misinformation that we've seen recently i think shift talk is is doing better than some of the other places you can get information but you still need to do outside research i did my research when i just started learning about shifting on amino that's where i learned a lot what did you feel about Amino? Because a lot of people have mixed opinions about it. I liked Amino. I mean, also the community was very welcoming as well. It wasn't just like, that's also, I didn't have any shifter friends. So it's like, I went there, I got invited into this like community. I mean, I found like actual like helpful things, I think. It's been a while since I've been on there, but the beginning of when everyone was like, oh, drink so much water. Like Amino wasn't like that at all. So, I mean, I still honestly sometimes like, like, if you want to do outside research, Amino is a good app, good app, but sometimes. Yeah, I think you just need to find the right rooms. Like there's some, obviously there's some crazy places in Amino, but there's definitely some places that have good information. And I think you just need to, again, trust your gut, do your own research, find the people on any social media app who actually talk about stuff that you resonate with and that actually makes sense to you. And I think, yeah, trust your gut is the biggest thing when it comes to shifting information. Yeah. 
and and like we said, take everything with a grain of salt because no one person has the way, the law about shifting. Like all of us who are giving shifting tips and information, for the most part, we're all like just shooting an arrow in the dark based on our own experiences. But everyone has shown to have some similarities, but a lot of differences as well. So finding what works best for you is is key. Liz needs to talk more. What, any ideas? Talk about my dead dad. Nope. Oh my God. I have a dead dad too. Let's talk about it. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he died when I was like 13. Oh my gosh. It's fine. I got a sweet inheritance out of it. Huh? I'm already over it. I was over it the day it happened. Anyways. Um, so. <laughs> okay. My dad is alive and thriving. No, dad. We could talk about like the kind of POVs you do and how it helps you feel closer to the people you're shifting to. Because a lot of people ask how to connect to your DR. And I think the kind of videos you make can be really motivational to people who are trying to connect. What, what got you started doing POVs? I mean, if, if you know me, they're kind of cringy. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. But they're fun to make because a lot of people are like, okay... They are. They're they funny. are. I look back, like I literally like look back at like the first like three or four that I made. I'm like, I do not act like that. And if I do, somebody needs to hit me. Like that is embarrassing. Anyways, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people just have said that they're that they're motivating and that they're like a lot of people just like this is exactly how this person acts in my dr, which is really weird because it's like the fact that I like have gotten that down perfectly like when I first made a first scenario I was like you know how am I gonna have these people act and it just kind of stuck but uh yeah they're a lot of fun to make I'm glad that they motivate a lot of people because that's actually how my account got big um and I wasn't obviously the first person to ever do scenarios I saw somebody I think I saw one person do it and I'm like you know what I kind of want to make my own and then it just got, it kind of blew up. People were like, oh, do more. And I was like, you know what? I will do more. Rest is history. It's been a great time, though. You have a great understanding of these people, I think. Which is, yeah. Like, like when people say that, it's like, that's so crazy to me. It's like, how do I have a understand? Maybe I take it from fanfics and stuff. Yeah, or, or you are, or you can look at it as you are in touch with your DR as well. So that, like, you have this intuition about how they'd act in your DR. I hope they act like that. I mean, I've made them in my head act like that, so there's no way they wouldn't. Yeah, because uh, thinking about it in your mind like that could be a form of scripting too. Oh, yeah. You don't have to write everything down or even have any physical script, whether it's journal, PowerPoint. Yeah, scripting. Google Doc, yeah. whatever. A lot of people think that you have to write down... Question. Yeah. I know you have so many cool people in your DR and your DR sounds amazing and I can't wait for you to shift there. Who are you most excited to meet and why? Ooh. Put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, a lot of people will probably be like, oh, Draco and Theo. I love them. I love those two with my whole heart, but probably not. Probably Enzo. I don't know oh, why. Right. Yeah. I feel like here, like I think about it, I'm like, I feel like I have such a connection to him. I don't know why. I don't know why. And along with Pansy too, but the other- My the guess other was going to be Pansy. Pansy. I thought you would say Pansy, honestly. Was, but the other four, like, I love them, don't get me wrong. But, uh, it kind of freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie. 
Freak you out. Men scare me. Fair. Yeah, relatable. Enzo's not a man. <laughs> no, Enzo is a man. He's like a soft man. Yeah. He's like he's he's comforting. He's welcoming. While the other four like get the hell away from me, or I'm gonna hit you. I don't know. That's what I put in my head. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's. Blaze seems like a fun friend to have. Oh yeah, no. Blaze definitely seems like a fun, but like, okay, maybe not Blaze as much. Okay, but then the other. Than the other three. If I had to add Blaze, I I feel like you and Blaze would be good friends. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. You and Blaze will definitely be good friends. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. see it. I, I definitely see that you you and Blaze will like Blaze. <laughs> I definitely see you and Blaze just like fucking about the castle, causing chaos. Oh yeah, like, messing with everybody. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I feel like you two would be like best friends with the ghost, especially like Peeves somehow. Like somehow oh, Peeves gosh. would respect you. I know Peeves would respect this one. I just know it. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think she's going to be, be one like, of those. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> You'd be like, excuse me, sir. Don't fuck with me today. Thank you. I've got a lot of shit going on. No, I really and- would. I would literally be like, fuck off. I'm not dealing with you. You're literally dead. Get the fuck away from me. And I feel like he might respect you for that. <laughs> just a little bit. More than other people. You know? I feel like laugh. he would respect you. He'd respect you because of your, like, chaos, especially teamed up with Blaze. You two would be such a chaotic duo, and Peeves would respect it, like, James and Sirius type type level. He'd respect you so much. I've said that I would get along, or think that I would get along with the Weasley twins as well. I was about to say, like, combine you, Blaze, and the twins. Oh my god. It is over for the castle. (laughs) It is over for the castle. It's done. It is done. I love to terrorize people already. That's a a POV you should do. Oh my gosh, you're doing something with the twins coming soon yes Yes. by the time this is probably up it'll probably up yes you got two weeks so it'll be up that's actually such a good idea because it's only ever focused on like that Slytherin Slytherin group group, which I like but um I did one I've done one video where I had Harry Ron Hermione and then Fred and I just I don't know it felt weird I felt like my worlds were literally colliding I was like this is Odd. When worlds collide. No, seriously, that's what I like. You can run, but you can't hide. It's SpongeBob. Hello? It's SpongeBob. It's SpongeBob. <laughs> Christine, it was confused. It's about. literally, it's it's from that episode with the future. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> fuck you guys. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, um, fuck off. <laughs> Continuing on. Move right along. Talk about scripting. That's always fun. No, yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, do you have a script? What is scripting like for you? I yes. Okay, running. <gasps> does she have her script? She I does. do. I bring it everywhere with me. As you should. Give us, give us, a, give us one line. Come on, give us one, one spoiler that's not too incriminating. Oh hell no! Who do you think I am? No, but uh, I did. Um, it does have a lock on it. Originally, which is a normal notebook you could open, but uh, then my sister's friends came in my room and opened it and started reading it. That's traumatic, and I got one with a lock. That sounds very traumatic. I'm so sorry. That is so traumatic. Yeah, Why? they like I came in while they were like mid reading it. I was like, "Who do you think you are?" I got really mad, and I, I like I screamed at them. I was the I told my sister Jessica. Jessica knows about shifting and everything. I said. You are the only person. If I die, this goes in my cast, goes underneath my pillow. Do you understand me? Underneath. This, nobody opens this. You are the one that has to hold on this if I die. 
but you're the yeah. one who has to burn it. Or burn it. And you can perma shift. Yeah. Perma shift on your deathbed. Woo. But yeah, no, scripting though, a lot of people ask me if you have to like script everything. No. Hello? I know some people that don't even have scripts. My script is like four, four dots and that's it. And then Mar, I know. I. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like, I talked to Mar about this. Mar's first, I think, Hogwarts script was half a page. You can put whatever you want, whatever you don't want. Like, you can put literally anything. To anyone who's wondering how to start off a script, no matter where you're going, the most basic thing I would say, start with your name, start with your age, start with where you're going, what year it is, and if you're going somewhere like Marvel or Harry Potter or something with an element to it, like a power type thing to it, going down a list of like all the power type things you want is like a good way to get going on, on those things. Scripting that you, you either, you know, you're if you're in a place where you can be an immortal, you're an immortal or that uh, you, you don't pass until unless it's of old age, like things like that, things that no one you care about will, will pass away unlimited finances, unlimited wardrobe, like things like that. Those are like probably the basics that you could start with. Mm -hmm. And then anything else after that is just up to you. Uh, but none of it's necessary to begin with. So it's just, it's, I feel like a broken record. Make shifting comfortable, scripting methods, all of it, make it comfortable. Because if it's not comfortable, if you don't resonate with it, it's not going to work for you. Make shifting great again. Oh, let's not. Hello? I just had a war flashback. I think I'm the reason why C doesn't sleep at night, because I need to edit out like half the shit I say. <laughs> Episode four was chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not. So if you haven't watched all of our episodes by this point, you probably should. Not probably, you definitely should. What? Okay, Liz, is there anything you have on your mind? Any questions that you've always wanted to ask someone who shifted but you never have? We are here, no filter, no limits, maybe slight limits, but ask us anything. No boundaries until we find them. I will not be offended by anything you say, don't worry, I can promise you that. Oh my gosh, I've, I don't think I've ever asked this, this is really kind of, what was it like to have sex for the first time? <laughs> That's a question! <laughs> no, genuinely, like actually, like I'm really cute, because nobody talks about this stuff, like actually. <laughs> What's that like? It's pretty nice. Okay, virgin, um. <laughs> one dick <laughs> at least one <laughs> we'll clarify no further immediately getting a little not too serious but a little bit serious i found in my dr that healing like intimacy issues that i've had in this reality has been a very cool thing that i've been able to do in my dr so in that sense i like some good dr dick <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a field day with a TikTok promo on this one. <laughs> Healing intimacy is great. I will not elaborate further. I mean, I wanna know.
Liz really said details now. <laughs> I want the details! Is uh, it good? Duh! Okay. Um, yeah, no, like, it's definitely better than... I think it, I think it goes... This falls in with, as we say, <laughs> with most things that's about shifting, like, except for a select few aspects of shifting, depending on where you're going, but it's a desired reality. It is technically safer than this one. It's somewhere where you want to go. So you're just saying you're not going to get pregnant, is what I hear. Well, yes. Um, no STDs. No STDs, no pregnancy. It's a desired dick. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you need to be stopped. Liz said she was going to be the menace. I think it's you. Desired. Des desired dick. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> oh my god. I live, breathe, desired dick. <laughs> Honestly, me though. Me and my Marauders DR. Whew. Because there is a, at least a social safety aspect to desired realities because you feel safe with these people, safe with these comfort characters, people that you've wanted to be in the same space with for so long. I think there's just like an elevated aspect to intimacy at that point. Um, and it, for the most part, my experiences have been, like, better than they are here. I mean, there's there's been, like, average experiences, but, like, there's definitely better people there than there have been here. Yeah. So. I fully agree. But it feels all the same. It feels the, the same way as it as here, is, is what I'm saying. When you first get to Hogwarts, more specifically, shifting to Harry Potter, how big is Hogwarts Castle? Oh my god. Person. Bigger than you can imagine. Bigger than you can imagine. Literally. Huge. I swear the Great Hall, the Great Hall is like half the size of my fucking house, if not the whole size of my house It's in itself. Like, the castle is huge. Huge. And like, there's there's more places than we're ever shown. Like, even in, in the movies, like, we see how big the castle is, but we never go to all the places in the castle. Even on the video games, there's never been a time where you can actually, like, go through every place in the castle. Like, the castle is so big, and on top of that, and, like, the castle in my DR is, like, Casita from Encanto. It, it, it's magic within itself. The castle has its own sentience to it. The castle expands and shrinks. There's rooms that show up that aren't there. They're, the dormitories get bigger or shrink, depending on how many students are there, like... It, the castle is just insane and you can't really comprehend it until you're like standing there and even now like I know that I have been there for almost three years and I Know I have not been everywhere in that fucking castle. There's no way. That's there crazy. is no way literally like for example I'm in fifth year Remus has been working on the Marauders map since first year by himself um, He still hasn't mapped the whole castle and we're in fifth now so, I mean, sure, the guys came on, like, a couple of years later to properly help out and everything, but even since the guys have came on to help, like, we still haven't mapped the whole castle. Like, it's it's insane. And this, Did you get away with murder? <clears throat> probably. I mean, Tom Riddle did. As long as you're out of sight of Fortress, yeah. Or ghosts, you'll be good. Hell yeah, the, that's what I like to hear! Because the ghosts and the portraits are the gossiping bitches. Are you planning a murder, Liz? But should we be worried about that? Yeah, or should we be worried? No. We're smart. What does the food taste like? No, what does food in general taste like? Like, to any, the, uh, how, I had this question when I first 
got into shifting, and so many people answered it, and I completely believe it, but for some people that are probably new to shifting, what does it, like, it does it feel 130% real? I always felt like, thought it would feel fuzzy, kind of, like, that you're like... This, how it feels when I did this, that is how real it is. Feels real. 100% real. And, like, recently, this is, this is some of the shit that we are seeing with the YouTube shifting community, but there was something we came across recently where someone was like, no one talks about the fuzzy aspect of shifting, this dreamlike state of shifting, where it's like, things are kind of fuzzy, things are kind of wonky. And like, people were like, yeah, there's like all these people agreeing with them in the comments, but that's not shifting. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to like burst anyone's bubble. That's, that is, that is a vivid dream or a lucid dream. That's not shifting. Shifting is, there's like, when I first shifted, the first like, two three times I shifted there was like a little bit of fuzziness as I was coming to and, and waking up in my DR and there was like a little bit of that numb staticky yeah. feeling in my body as I just kind of like got into my body and 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 you started feeling everything a sense is on 100% you know type thing it wasn't ever my vision is fuzzy or like time moves weird time moves the same way it does here and and unlike a lucid dream I'm not in control of anything around me other than myself so it's just it's real it feels like this it is it's deep within our own consciousness to be able to make this or deep within the multiverse for us to experience this and I think a lot of the fuzziness that people talk about comes from the fact that it is so difficult for your brain to comprehend what the heck is going on so that sometimes it maybe can feel a little bit like you said like kind of fuzzy in the beginning like coming into your body like what the hell is this because it's so like it's it's incomprehensible what you're going through when you're standing there and you've just shifted so it can definitely take a few tries of shifting before you feel 100% comfortable in your DR because uh, the brain tends to try and rationalize everything and if there's something that you just can't rationalize, you can gaslight yourself into thinking that it's, you know, a dream or whatever, anything else. So it can definitely take a few times for it to feel 100% natural, but it still is real. Even that first time you shift, it is still 100% real, you know? Yeah, and it only took me like five minutes before like the static went away and like the fuzziness, like I was completely clear and had like perfect 20-20 vision. It took me like five minutes before everything like cleared and I was like fully present mm -hmm. in the experience um but there was like a five minute adjustment adjustment period the first time and then the next time I shifted it was like three minutes and then the next time it was like two minutes before I was like fully feeling 100 yeah. percent you know definitely gets easier and easier and and food on the note about food it's all amazing I know that there were some people back on shift talk way back when who said that like if you didn't script that the food would be good that the food would taste bland i heard that it tastes like grass yeah I heard yeah that too. um <laughs> like actually like it tasted like blades of grass so yeah but it doesn't i mean like in my hogwarts uni script i did script that the the food would taste amazing at hogwarts but in other places i've shifted to like i haven't scripted those things and in, in food tasting like my avatar the last airbender dr did not script those things and i had like steamed pork buns and steamed veggie buns and they were amazing so what would you say is your favorite food at the castle uh, at hogwarts i always have the same answer and it's always boring but i just love the bread it's, it's the bagels because you it's freshly the baked the bagels the bagels they're f sorry. <laughs> they're, f they're freshly baked every day. They're like crispy and soft on the inside and like warm every time. You you just can't beat freshly baked bread. 
<laughs> Liz is crying. I need the shift. Forget I... Draco, shift for the bagels. Mine is the potatoes. Mine is 100% the potatoes because they make potatoes in all forms and fashion and they're so amazing and they're properly seasoned. Like that's the thing I didn't expect because I thought it would just be like salt, pepper, and some butter and call it a day. But like there's that rosemary, that roasted garlic, that thyme, the herbs. It's herbs. Herbs when you're there. Herbs, herbs when you're here. <laughs> the H is there for a reason, no? Who says herbs? Americans. Uh, yeah. Herbology. Herbology kicks my ass. Really? Yeah, I hate it. Herbology can choke and I'm glad that I'm not taking it. I have to take it up until the end of this year. So after I take my owls, as long as I'll pass them, I scripted to pass them. So like I'll be fine, but then I'm done with herbology and I get to focus on my concentrations and subconcentrations finally. And only that. <laughs> Mood. If you could get with one other person and your DR cannot be you can't say no one, it's life or death, who'd you get with? Someone I've not even kissed before. Or like someone who I've just not slept with before. Discount anybody you're with right now. <clears throat> like you have to choose somebody to be with. Like romantically or yeah, just... like in a relationship. Like... Okay, like romantically. Relationship or just one night. Relationship. Relationship. One night, serious, romantically, James. Anyway, see you go. I'm sorry. What was that? No, no, you go. Nothing. It was. I didn't say anything. You go. <laughs> um, Draco. <laughs> Three, two, one. Who? Me. Yes. Okay, yeah. You. <laughs> Jenny. If I have to pick a character, Jenny. She's so amazing, dude. She's like an incredible friend. She's badass as hell. Doesn't take shit from anyone. Is an incredible witch. Like, there's... The only fault I can find with her is the, the two things. Stubbornness and the failure to identify emotions and runs from them. Ginny is Golden Trio era James. Do you guys see yourself shifting in retrospect forever? Like, do you see yourself doing it for the, for the long run? Interesting question. For me personally, the only way that I might stop shifting is if I got into like a very serious romantic relationship in this reality. Um, and that's just my personal thing. I don't think there's anything morally wrong with having relationships in separate realities because every reality is different. Like you, you can't, you don't have any control of what DRU is doing in whatever realities. But for me personally, if I was in a very serious relationship here, I probably wouldn't be shifting anymore, at least not for romantic purposes. And even so, I think it's a little bit of a hard one because you never know who you're going to fall for and you can fall for more than one person at the same time. And I think it's it's easy to separate this reality from your DR when you're in your DR. So I would definitely worry about me like accidentally falling for someone in my DR when I'm in love here and like balancing that would be really hard for me. Um, but for now, for the foreseeable future, yes, I love shifting. I love everything shifting has done for me and for the foreseeable future. I don't see myself stopping because I have no interest in men in this reality. They can all choke and not in the fun way. Personally, I do see myself shifting forever. I just feel like there's so many infinite opportunities of places to go. I just, I don't think my list of desired realities will ever stop. And I think, you know, even if I were in a serious romantic relationship in this reality, there's plenty of DRs I want to go to for non-romantic purposes. 
And I and I think I could bounce like my bending DR for Avatar: The Last Airbender and stuff like that. Those are like strictly bending related and being part of that world, um, which is something that I uh, am super in love with and involved with. So yeah, I think um, and also just as we've talked about shifting for therapy purposes, there's plenty of waiting room type. Well, waiting rooms are DRs, but. Uh, there's plenty of times that I've shifted to something just for like this one time intention purpose of doing XYZ. Like one time it was just to go on vacation with George, right? But using things like that to do that to heal. Also, just like uh, I slept for like two weeks and it was fantastic. It was great. Like, eh, like literally just kept up on sleep in another reality. It was nice, you know? It didn't make me feel more rested here, but at least I felt rested there. Yeah, Yeah, no, I get it. And I think, like, the waiting room thing yeah. is amazing, too, because I've done stuff like that, too. So, obviously, in my old DR, Sev, like, um, Snape was, was my father, like, my godfather. And when I need advice, like, I really need him sometimes. And to be able to go to, like, a waiting room where I can just talk to him is amazing. And, like, yeah, in that sense, I guess I can't see myself shifting forever because I'm always going to need his advice, you know, so. There may be a day where my shifting journey moves away from the fictional world of, you know, going to Hogwarts mm -hmm. or, or Marvel or things like that and moves into more practical things like whatever I would be going through at that time that I need extra work on and, and therapy on or, you know, healing. That, that may be how it transitions down the line, and that's okay, too. I just don't see myself giving up this cool experience oh, yeah. at any time, you know? And, like, that's the great thing, too, is shifting can always be there. You don't always have to actively be shifting. You can take breaks. You can take very long window breaks. Shifting will always be there for you to come back to. It's not going anywhere. We always will have this capability. So there's no need to stress or rush yourself with it. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget about that. And then just like, it's like, oh, if it doesn't happen now, it's never going to happen. Yeah, people get so caught up like, on that. It's literally always going to be there. Yeah, you can take a break no matter how big or small. It will always be there. And, and taking breaks don't take away from your progress. Because shifting progress isn't on a meter that goes up or down. It's simply a path. And... Some people walk on those paths faster than others, so. I love that metaphor. That's great. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. I love that. Like almost every episode, we have at least like one moment where we where we exchange our love yous. This is so sweet. Aww. This is our, our one sappy moment. Yeah, degrade me. De degrade me right now. I hate this. I've learned from this that uh, Christine loves that desired dick. <laughs> I mean. She's not wrong. I am kidding. That is a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Anyways, um, thank you so much for watching. This has been this has been so fun. I love you, Liz. Um, I love you, C. I love Desired Dick. Love you more than life itself. I love you more than Desired Dick. Wow. I feel so honored. That is like such a good thing. Such high compliment. Uh, who's, who's dick are we? Anyways, um. See, it depends. We should. We need to end this. Thank you guys so much for watching. We have had uh, too much fun with the chaos of this episode today. Thank you so much to Liz for being here and being our first guest on the show. We fucking love you. We dude. love you so, so much. You so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me, seriously, especially as the first guest too. So, yeah. yeah. yeah we love you. Um, and yes, you are welcome anytime. We love talking to you. Make sure you click the links in the bio to get 
all of our information. Make sure you're following Liz on all of her social medias and make sure that you come back here next week. I don't know what we're talking about yet next, but we'll figure it out. And figure it out. Remember, we want to hear what desired realities you want to go to, so drop us a comment and we will talk about it next week or two weeks from now when we actually film it. Bye. Silly. What the fuck was that? <laughs> okay, penguin.